Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your one-stop shop for raising kids in this tech-heavy world. We bring on professionals and experts to give you all the tools you need to help your kids become fire-breathing warriors that have the strength to break out of the mold society has put them in. At the end of the day, we're all here for one reason, to help save some kids. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. We are back, everybody. So last year, the founder of Save the Kids, Colin Karchner, tragically passed away. And everything Save the Kids was doing at the time came to a screeching halt. We're talking about speaking engagements, workshops, everything just came to a standstill. It's taken us a year to recover, but Save the Kids is back on our feet and we're back. And this message that Colin started must move forward because something he would always say is this message is much bigger than any one person. And so we're back, everybody, and we are so excited to be back. So welcome back because we are back. Now, for those of you who don't recognize me, my name is Nate Webb. I'm a professional school counselor, child advocate, and I've been a partner with Save the Kids for a couple of years now. Um, Colin Karchner was my friend and mentor. We first met through my Instagram page, actually, with Bullies Be Gone. Um, He had me come on this very podcast to talk about bullies and how kids can overcome them. And as we talked, we recognized how intertwined our missions are. He told me, you can never give up, dude. (laughs) And so we continued to partner up with podcasts and projects and stuff until his untimely passing. So earlier this year, I joined the, uh, the Save the Kids speaking team. And we realized that this podcast had reached so many people and that people needed its message still. We knew we needed to get this podcast going again. And I was more than happy to stick my neck out there and say, yeah, let's hop on that train and get things going again. So here we are. We're so happy to be back and want to bring you all the best information for raising kids in this tech heavy world. Today, I'm going to be going over my top four ways we can help save our own kids in our lives. These are things I found from my studies as a professional school counselor and from things I've just seen by interacting with kids every single day. So first off, the number one thing you can do to help your kid be more resilient, to help your kid in this hard time, because let's be honest, it's been harder for our kids now than it ever has been in the history of mankind. The first thing you can do, talk to your kids. <laughs> Don't talk at them, talk with them. That means listen to them without interjecting with your advice, without trying to fix the problem for them, without giving any judgment. Right now, our kids feel more alone than any other time in human history. And all it takes is a couple of talks a week with them to hear what they're going through and what they need. Don't make it super formal. It can just be a trip to the ice cream shop. Be like, hey, let's go out for ice cream. And then you start talking. Hey, so how's school going? How's this going? Hey, I noticed you've been kind of down lately. Is there something been going on? What can I help with? And as you shut up and listen, <laughs> you're going to find things out. The more often you can get in a comfortable setting where you're side by side, they'll feel open. They'll feel comfortable to where they can open up without any judgments coming in from you. The more often you can do that, the more likely they are going to open up to you about the hard stuff. And the more they see you listening and loving and not freaking out, the more that they will be willing to tell you more so that you can help them. So that's the first thing. Talk with your kids and talk with them often. Um, 
and you're going to see they're going to open up. They're going to feel heard. Um, second, we need to be telling and showing our kids that we love them more. Uh, when was the last time you guys told your kids that you love them out loud to their faces? As a high school counselor, I speak with kids daily, and it's shocking the amount of kids who think that their parents only love them if they perform well. Because let's think about it. We only really post and brag about our kids if they do something incredible. And the message that that sends is we only love them if they get that first place trophy, if they get that A+, if they get that Instagram-worthy thing, that's when we love them because that's when we talk about them, that's when we give them our attention and our that's when and our passion that's when we give them our affection so they're like well that's the only time mom and dad loves me is when i do well which isn't true you know we love them unconditionally and so how can we send that message that we love them always now i'm not saying don't brag about your kids okay but i'm saying you need to express your love more often than when you're bragging about them you need to say i love you to their faces often do you know what goes hand in hand with that Giving them hugs, giving them hugs and saying you love them. It literally, the studies show that if you give your kid at least eight hugs that are eight seconds long every single day, it gives them a natural boost of dopamine that improves their mood, fights against depression and anxiety, and it's much more effective in helping them stay happy than them having a smartphone or a text or something like that. We're constantly letting our kids know if we're constantly letting our kids know how much we love them both by action and our words we're going to give them a solid foundation to stand against the hate that the world is going to give them because let's be honest the world is going to give them hate online they're going to get hate and a lot of times kids are struggling right now because they think that their self-worth comes from all these arbitrary places when in reality They are amazing and they are totally of infinite worth just the way they are. We need to love them louder than the internet and the world can hate them. And that's by saying it to their face, building them up so high that the world can't break them down every single day, letting them know that you love them. Third, okay, we need to really stop trying to shield our kids from feeling their emotions. As parents, I know you love your kids. I know we all love our kids, but sometimes we get in the way of them learning how to handle negative emotions, how to cope with hard times, because a lot of times we snowplow through their problems or we swoop in and save them from uncomfortable situations. Guys, anger, sadness, depression, they're all real and normal emotions to feel in appropriate situations. And we need to be able to process those emotions to be able to learn how to cope with them healthily. Our kids aren't learning anything when we swoop in and solve their problems for them. Let's say they're having a disagreement with the teacher and they have a missing assignment they swore that they turned in. Instead of you swooping in and getting in that teacher's face and saying, how dare you turn in my child's late work late, maybe you could have your kid talk to the teacher instead. Maybe next time your kid has a disagreement with a friend and they're whining about it, maybe instead of you swooping in and trying to fix it yourself, you can help them get to the solution themselves. See, I know some kids that are getting raised by their smartphones, okay? That's how much they're using them. Um, I know some kids that don't know any um, skills for resolving conflict because 
Their parents snowplow their problems for them. We need to allow them to struggle. Allow them to struggle and figure out the solutions on their own. Let them bask in the discomfort. Let them feel the sucky feelings and learn how to cope with it. Because they can't be scared of sadness or anger. Because if they're scared of it, they're not going to be able to cope with it. So yeah, third, we need to stop shielding our kids from feeling their emotions. Let them feel the feels, even the uncomfortable ones. Do not save them from their problems. Lastly, and this is a big one, we need to stop giving kids smartphones. Okay, This has always been a huge part of the mission of Save the Kids, is getting kids off of smartphones and off of social media. Our brains are not hardwired to have millions of millions of personal connections with millions of people. How do we think that kids can handle it? I mean, seriously, these are little tiny supercomputers that are literally made to enslave your kids, and we're just handing them out like they're candy. Okay, like I said earlier, I know some kids that are raised by their smartphones because that's how much they're using them instead of, you know, being taught coping skills and stuff by their parents. I know kids that rely so heavily on their phone that they are scared to death of face-to-face conversations. Phones are robbing their kids of communication skills. It's robbing their kids of their childhood because they're having to deal with adult things at a young age. Um and then there's all of the dangers associated with smartphones and social media. First and foremost, there's predators online. Hundreds of thousands of predators that are wanting to take advantage of your kid. Because it's not that you don't trust your kid, which I don't blame you if you don't. They're not fully developed. You can't expect them to make the right decision 100% of the time. Um, but it's that you don't trust the people on the other side. Those millions of people on the other side trying to take advantage of your kid. Um, It's just not a safe place to be. And then secondly, you have bullies, cyber bullies everywhere on social media. And social media is bred to pit people against each other and to make them stab each other in the back. That's what social media, the algorithms and everything, it pits people against each other. It hardly ever bands people together. And then on top of all that, (laughs) we get our kids into things like addiction with our smartphones, screen addiction, pornography addiction, um, because it's all over on social media. It's one click away. And yes, we can teach our kids not to go, not to seek it out. We can teach them to look away, but they're going to see it if they have a smartphone. Smartphones are the number one thing that are crushing our kids' confidence every day because on those tiny little machines on social media, they see seemingly perfect snippets of their life, of other people's lives. They see seemingly perfect snippets of other people and they judge themselves. They compare themselves. They compare their bodies. They compare their lifestyles. They compare their belongings and they start feeling that they're not enough. They start feeling that they're not good enough and they start feeling that they don't have any self-worth because they tie their self-worth to the likes and the comments and the shares that they get on social media. And then we get addiction. We get screen addiction, porn addiction, drug addiction stem directly off of social media use. There are so many other reasons not to give your kids a smartphone, but I feel like that's a pretty good start. And there are so many better options that won't decimate your kid in the process, like our great friends at Gab Wireless or Pinwheel that have designed phones to help teach kids about technology without robbing them of their childhood.
So there you go, guys. Those are our four ways to proactively help your kid in these crazy times. Number one, you want to talk with your kids and talk with them often. You need to listen to them. You need to hear them without judging, without interjecting. Listen to them. Second, you need to tell your kids that you love them through your actions and your words. Eight second hugs all day, every day and saying I love you out loud as often as you can. Third, you need to stop trying to shield your kids from their emotions. Don't be a snowplower parent. Don't be a helicopter parent. Let your kids struggle. Don't, yeah, I mean, you're there to protect them always, of course, but you can let them struggle. You can let them figure out solutions on their own. We need to stop protecting them from their own emotions. And lastly, we need to stop giving kids smartphones because that is the number one thing robbing our kids of their happiness. So, families, parents, peoples, thank you so much for listening. We are so happy that we are back in business. We are so happy to be back saving some kids, but we also need your help. We are working hard to get back into all of the schools we can, but we cannot do it alone. If you want Save the Kids to get into your school, email us at liz at savethekids.org. And this is all going to be in the show notes. Click on that email. Let us know if you want us to come to your school. We have a whole speaking team you can choose from based on the things you want us to talk about. But guys, this mission is bigger than any one of us. And our founder, Colin Karchner, knew that. That's why he founded this nonprofit organization so that we as a community can help save the kids. And we're not going to stop until we reach every single kid that we humanly can. So make sure and go follow us at Save the Kids Inc. on Instagram. Link in the description. Let us know what you'd like to hear next on the podcast. Go home and give your kids a nice second hug. And we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>